Speaking of NIL, great column by Jimmy Himes on Off the Hook Sports, and that leads us into four, uh, four downs. And that's brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. Their Athens showroom is tremendous. Four downs. Four questions. Four answers. The Dave Hooker Show. Four. Four. Four downs. A presentation of OffTheHookSports.com. All righty, so here we go. Have you have you been in uh, in the hot tub yet with uh, Cooper Mays, Jimmy? No, I have not. I can't believe I missed that opportunity. Okay, Coop, what do we do? Cooper Mays here. Hit like and subscribe. All right, so let's jump in the hot tub uh, brought to you by Dynasty Spas. It's four downs. A first down, Coop. Coop here. First down. All right, so Jimmy's column is about the issues with uh, NIL, which I think we would all agree that there are some, and the transfer portal as well. So he's got some suggestions that could help uh, NIL currently, which is the wild, wild west. Number one, first down, is a cap. Uh, I want to ask you how you would enforce that, or would we just get back to the point where guys are getting money under the table? Well, uh how would you enforce it? I guess the same way the NFL enforces it. You put a salary cap, and this is the most that you can pay. And if you want to pay your quarterback 90% of that salary cap, go ahead. But I don't think we can sustain the current model. because And, and Dave, you pointed this out a minute ago. So now you're, you, won't play, you want boosters to pay for the NIL but not donate to the school because a lot of them aren't going to do both. So you're going to let Neyland Stadium rot and not renovate it. So how do you how do you deal with that? So I, I think there should be a cap. Look, the NCAA is a voluntary organization, right? And they can put in a cap just like the NFL does. And then you, you the teams have to stay within that cap. The 130 or so FBS teams have to agree on the cap. Maybe it's 28 million, maybe it's 30 million, maybe it's 22 million, whatever it is. They need to agree on a number, just like the NFL teams do, and then enforce it. Are they going to pay uh, players under the table? Maybe it goes back to some of that, but I'd, I would rather I'd rather have a salary cap to try to bring some reasonability to this than just have it wide open, where you got one school maybe paying fifty million in NIL and another school paying five million in NIL money. Jimmy. Can I ask you just one question about the cap? Here's what concerns me, because as as we know, there's no players union in college football. So wouldn't a hard cap just be a way for the NCAA or whoever's running the sport at the time to put more money back into their pockets the way the NFL NFL owners have a salary cap so they can make sure they keep more money for themselves and not the players? And so wouldn't if you do a salary cap, wouldn't you at least have to have the players unionize at that point to say, well, this amount has to be spent on us if you're going to do that? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that you have to unionize it because I think that all those programs are going to spend it. It. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think Alabama is going to say, you know what, we need to make a profit, so we're not going to spend all twenty-five million. We're going to spend fifteen million, and oh, okay, maybe we don't compete for a championship. That's not going to fly at Alabama or Georgia, or or Southern Cal or Texas. In a lot of these schools, they are going to spend all of that money to try to put the best product on the field. Here's the other thing, too. Now, I, I admit it's hard to figure out who to believe. 
But if you believe the numbers that are put out, there are very, very few athletic departments in the country that make money. Most of them lose money. That's coming from the NCAA uh, 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 releases that they put out. And I remember Tennessee, Tennessee has not that many years ago, lost $5 million in the athletic department in a given year. Part of that was their own fault. Why? Because they were paying off coaches. But I don't think these athletic departments are rolling in money. Yes, they've got $200 million. Some of them do. But a lot of it's allocated. And don't forget the role that Title IX and women's sports plays in this. Because there's already been a lawsuit from a woman saying the men athletes are getting more than we're getting. So she files suit saying that the women should get more. At least if you put a salary cap in place, then you can uh, you can at least justify the amount of money you're paying and you don't overpay in a lot of instances and have Title IX breathing down your neck. Ways to fix NIL in the transfer portal. We're in the hot tub with uh, Cooper Mays and it's brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. Their showroom in Athens is absolutely tremendous and they also have delivery so they can get you a spa up in Knoxville or Chattanooga. And I'm telling you what, they've got the best pool chemicals and spa chemicals that you can order online, dynastypoolsandspas.com, dynastypoolsandspas.com. All you have to do is mention Off the Hook Sports, get $500 off your spa. You will love it. Great for all four seasons. Four down, second down. Cooper Mays here, second down. Right, Jimmy, transparency. Amen, brother. Um, because I think this not only creates a, an issue and a lot of misinformation in the media with guys like us and among fans, I think it's created some issues in the locker room where you hear no a guy's where you hear a guy's making kajillions of dollars where maybe he's not. Uh transparency, I'm all for. And I'm kind of surprised that's not a law, given that this is uh Tennessee and other schools are governmentally funded. So that that I don't know why there's not transparency already, to be honest with you. I don't either. And I know that's something that Nick Saban uh wanted. Uh, before he retired, he brought that up at the SEC spring meetings multiple times about how they need to to come forward and say what the and 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 part of the transparency would also eliminate some of the bad contracts that some of these student athletes are signing. For example, I was told about one student athlete signing the contract and he didn't realize it, and it bound him to a car dealership five years into his what would be his pro career. Well, that's a bad contract. Now, if there had been some transparency and maybe they had seen it, maybe they could have corrected that. So it can protect the student athlete also. But I do think there needs to be, I am convinced at least to a degree that the Jeremy Banks slash Hendon Hooker kerfuffle or whatever you want to call it was created in part by Banks challenging Hooker on the amount he was making on NIL and Banks wasn't. And I'm convinced that Texas A&M imploded under Jimbo Fisher because they paid a whole bunch of incoming players money, a lot of it undisclosed, and the veterans that were starting were getting nothing or little, and they got mad, and so they revolted. So I, I think just make it transparent, come out, this is what you're making, and uh, I think that would solve a lot of these problems. All right, let's get to third down, brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. Tennessee Center Cooper Mays here, third down. Go for it, Caleb. 
Jimmy, I'm one on one. I somewhat disagree with you about the cap, but I fully agree with you with transparency. Um, the third one I do think is one that's another win win for players that you bring up, which is limiting transfers uh, to just one undergraduate and one graduate. And I'm totally a fan of that. Um, I think not just for the school, but I think players are so short sighted, they're throwing away potential free degrees. Uh, yes. If they're not NFL players by constantly hitting the portal. So, and because 19 year olds don't make smart decisions. So I'm a huge fan yeah. of this one. Well, and, and you mentioned earlier about how a lot of schools make bad hires. They do. A lot of players make bad decisions because they all think they're going to play in the NFL, or at least most of them do. What percentage go to the NFL and make it the NFL? It's a very, very small percentage. The percentage of Georgia and Alabama players is pretty darn good. The percentage of, Players at Georgia State and Alabama A&M isn't very good, right? So there, there's – and I realize they're not all Division One, but the point is that you don't have that many players that make it in the NFL. What I don't like also is a lot of players on scholarship hit the portal and they end up overvaluing themselves. The next thing you know, they don't have a scholarship. They don't have a team. They don't have a home. But I also think it's underrated, the, Kato, the point you made, that a lot of them get a degree and they come out with no debt, no debt. We've seen, and there's this big debate in Congress now about forgiving college debt. There are millions of college students that are paying debt. The college athlete on full scholarship does not have debt when he leaves college. Uh, I hear that. And uh, let's get to fourth down right now. Coop? All SEC Center Cooper Mays here, fourth down. All right, so this one I, I like a lot. Uh, a two-year commitment you should have to and listen if you want to sit out a year like the old transfer rules you go to a school you don't like it fine sit out um but i i to me a two-year commitment seems very fair when you go to a school given it you know six months in some cases with a transfer portal and in in late spring is just doesn't seem like a long enough time to see if everybody jobs well, the rule now is you can enroll at the school in July and you can transfer in December. And if you don't like that, you can transfer again. If you don't like that, you can transfer again. If you don't like that, you can transfer again. That's where we are. That's not healthy for anybody, including the player. So, and I also think that many people, and I've heard this from Tennessee in particular, because that's a program I cover. There are a lot of players at Tennessee that after their first year would have probably transferred. But they stayed here and they became stars, all SEC players, even almost all Americans. But there were a lot of them that that first year, you're a little bit homesick. You're trying to adjust to college. uh, You're trying to adjust to playing in college. Uh, I I just think – and then the schools, actually, there's schools that commit a lot of money into recruiting some of these players. So once you get that player and you win this recruiting battle and they pull your hat out at that recruiting signing day, right now you're only guaranteed you got one year out of them. I, th- I just think that you can make a better decision if you have to stay two years. I know that's not going to pass. I get it. But I think it would help correct some of the problems. Yeah. I, I, th- I think a lot of us, um, we, we have these uh, hopes and dreams that we know the NCAA is not going to do, like the playoff. You and I talked about a playoff, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. And it only took 20 years to have one. Yeah. I'll, and now people I'll like me aren't fans of it. <laughs> sorry well i'm sorry caleb but uh back when I, got, I first got started i was a 16 year old sports editor of a newspaper in 1972 
one of my columns was I outlined a 16-team playoff in 1972. And they still hadn't got to but 12. <laughs> so maybe maybe before I die, they'll get to 16. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that you're right. We've talked about that for many, many years. And that certainly is a, a monetary move. There's no question about that. Uh, it's also pretty taxing on these college athletes. They're not full-grown like some of these NFL players that have to play 20 games. That's, that's a challenge, I think, for these college athletes, football players in particular. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.